1: What up, Grizz Nation? Welcome back to another Throwback Thursday featuring James Kane of Dayton University. This was recorded way back in January the 24th. I went back and listened to this episode, and my voice, the way I sounded, the way I pronunciate it was just so bad. And I was in the middle of mouth surgery, back and forth. Uh, with whether I had fake teeth at the moment or whether I had no teeth at the moment. This was a very tough time for me. Uh, We were coming, uh, getting close to, I guess, officially coming out of COVID a little bit, way back, I guess, just earlier this year. And so I was thinking about the personal memories that I had of during this, but also having James Kane on the interview and him being just so genuine. He was such a good guy. And if you don't know the story, about John Morant and James Kane. Well, Coach Kane was the one who found John Morant. You've heard the stories of where they were having an AAU tournament or some kind of a basketball tournament. And in the other gym, there was just a basketball bouncing. And you could hear guys in there playing. So he went in there and poked his head in there and saw it. And he, that's when he saw and kind of found John Morant. And so from that point on, he continued to follow him uh, what the weather he was going and getting recruited by different places uh, he wanted to make sure he got him and he actually landed him at Murray State University so make sure you listen to this. this this is John Morant week we're going into to find detail whether it's Ian's article that was written or whether it was the deep dive where where Ian was on there talking about John Morant and then you also had Luke breaking down the other point guard that is Tyus Stones so Make sure you go check those out as well if you haven't already. But without further ado, let's go ahead and get into the interview with Coach James Kane. Today's interview, we have with us the recruiter of the dart, Coach James Kane from Dayton University and formerly with Murray State Racers, where he was the recruiter from John Morant. What's up, Coach? How you doing, Dan?
0: I appreciate you having me.
1: We refer to it as in the dark because it's the work that you put in behind the scenes. And that's really what Jaws doing. And that's really how he was recruited. You found him in a gym and you weren't even going there to actually recruit Jaw Morant. So that's the crazy fun thing. I want to get into a couple things real quick. One's about Jalen Crutcher. He's out of Ridgeway High School here in Memphis, and he was recruited by you, and now he's gone on to play in the G League with the Greensboro Swarm. Another question I have based around recruiting. Do you have your honey hole of cities or states that you look for players in, or is it about the relationships and about the actual player that might take you abroad wherever as long as the player fits what you're looking for?
0: Um, You know, as a recruiter, you know, depending how long you've been in this business for you, you rely on relationships. Um, And, you know, a lot of my relationships are in the South. Um, When my time at Murray State, I was able to build some relationships with key AAU coaches, high school coaches um, in Memphis. You know, but then sometimes you go to different events here and there and and a kid catches your eye and, you know, you might not even ever been into the state before. You know, your job is to follow up and follow through. you know, that's one thing that uh, Coach McMahon really instilled in us as a staff at Murray State. And, you know, you just you, you trust your eyes a lot. And then, you you know, you're only as good as your intel in this business. So uh, you want to rely on your relationships with that in terms of Jalen. um, you know, one of my buddies, um, you know, well, long story short, he we uh, we had him at Murray State for team camps and elite camps. Um, so we have always known the name uh And um, Matt Matt McMahon did a good job getting him to campus during our camps. Um, He committed to Chattanooga. And when he decommitted, one of my buddies of his AAU coach um, called me and told me um, he was decommitting. So that's when I was able it was during the transition that I moved to Dayton. And I was able to call him and and get my eyes back on him in April and, and, um, you know, be able to start that relationship there. So. Um, But, you know, Jalen Crutcher's, you know, diamond in the rough. He was under-recruited, and he's a special player. Did some special things at at Dayton.
1: That seems to be your go-to with recruiting, the diamond in the rough, the player that's under-recruited that not as many people are on. Just like Jalen Crutcher, John Morant was under-recruited, very much so, and you found him. So share a little bit about the story of how you found or maybe stumbled upon John ja Morant and recruited him to go to Murray state.
0: Well, you know, every recruitment is different. Um, you know, at the beginning, like you said, not many schools were on him, but toward I mean, at the end he had, he had options, John ja had options and staying true to his commitment to Murray state. Um, you know, just as a testament to who he is and who his family is. And, you know, he's one of the most loyal kids I've ever been around his family as well. Um, but you know, I just, I was, um, traveling to Spartanburg, South Carolina for a, um, for a one-day combine to see Tevin Brown, who's on the team now. Um, and, you know, long story short, I ended up in the back gym. Um, you know, Ja caught my eye then. Um, so I followed up that night, uh, called, his, uh, called his dad from my hotel room, got his schedule for the next day. And it just so happened that Ja and Tevin were playing against each other when I first saw him, he was doing three, he was was just playing three on three in the back gym. I saw him live the next day, um, five on five, full court. uh, And him and Tevin were playing. And, um, you know, obviously I was there for Tevin and then, you know, they both had tremendous games. Um, And after the game, I, I I just called Matt McMahon and then, you know, we, we talked and, you know, told him about Ja, and, and, you know, Matt did a tremendous job of of, um, coming up the next day and, recruiting him, making him a priority and, and building that relationship. And, you know, the staff at Murray state did a phenomenal job as well. And then, you know, Murray's a special place. So once you get to Murray um, and see it with your own eyes, you know, it's a special place to where kids want to be.
1: Murray state is absolutely gorgeous. And if you have not been there, then you're missing out. The campus is beautiful. I haven't been there probably in 20 years. Okay. Maybe not that long, maybe 15, but either way, I miss it. I definitely need to go back and check out the Murray State Racers. They're doing a lot of good things right now, and they are a hot team. But, coach, I got to ask you a Twitter question from one of our fans. It was simply, what did you see in Ja that stood out the most when you first started recruiting him?
0: Oh, well, he actually did a dunk. He did a dunk, um, like it was a windmill off vert. And,. And then he started just messing around three on three. So his athleticism, his smoothness, okay. um, you know, that's that's what that's what really how long and lanky he was. And then um, the following day, uh, he, I believe he had like 29 points and a bunch of assists. I don't even know. Yeah. Um, but the way he was able to just move and glide on the floor and, you know, how smooth and skilled he was. And, you know, Jalen Crutcher was smooth and skilled, too. Yeah. And, uh, so. Um, you know, when you're looking at guards, that's what you really like to look at, how, how the game comes
1: easy to them. Another question we had from Twitter was just simply, when you're recruiting Ja, you look at his frame. He's very slender. He has a small frame. He's a small guy. He's still a guard. He's still explosive. When you're recruiting him, is that an issue that you're looking at? Or is that something that you can overlook because you know he's going to grow into his body? As a
0: recruiter, um, I would say if that's what's holding a kid back, then that's okay <laughs> because that's what you right. have strength coaches for. Um, you know, Jalen was skinny as well, too. So, I mean, you have a strength coach on staff that's able to do his job. And and um, so, I mean, you know, a jog gains weight every year. Uh, you yeah. know, when he was at IMG during the draft process. I was able to go down there and see him for a day, and he was with his guys, UJ. Um, and you know Trey Draper, and he was able to he was able to um, you know, get in the weight room. And, and you know one thing about Jaw, he, he's he's determined. So yeah, if he knows what he needs to work on. He's going to work on it.
1: Speaking about Jaw's mentality and the determination, were you able to see the chip on the shoulder mentality when you're recruiting him? And does it surprise you now in the NBA that he still has the chip on the shoulder, small town guy, one against all? And he's proving everybody wrong each and every night.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that stood out. Um, you know, he makes his he makes his teammates better, right? Okay. Without dominating, like without dominating shots, um, he just makes everyone better, and you see that now. But even in high school, um, and in AAU, and then, you know, Jaw's Ja's a, you know, the determination is. You know, probably a lot of it's because he's been slept on. You know, yeah. his family. Um, he was family oriented. You know, he has. Diff- he probably has different factors in his life that drives him, like his daughter. Um, yeah. And you know, he probably wants to prove people wrong. I don't want to speak words for him, but just knowing him, um, you know, you know, knowing the family very well, and then you know, Ja as a point guard, you have to be a leader, in my opinion, and and his leadership qualities come from his parents because those that family serves they served the community when i was there um when matt was there recruiting as well when he went to his house and then um uh, you know job uh, one thing one story i shared throughout the years was um job will come home and train kids with his dad okay in his backyard and you know little kids and he'll be training his sister and you know that's just one way job serves and um you know that's what makes him a great leader and, and determined to be successful. Um, but having a chip on your shoulder, that's that's one thing coaches, in my opinion, that's one thing you can't teach, and, and that's what he has since day one.
1: We're here with Coach James Kane, who recruited Ja Morant to Murray State, but you left soon after to go on to Dayton and start coaching and being the assistant coach there. Something I want to ask you because I think it's very important – When you see the guy you recruited, the player in Ja Morant, did it surprise you at all to see him make the the leaps from his first year to his second year just at Murray State and then to go on to the NBA and that extra leap? Just in this small sample size of five years, what Jaws come from being the guy who you recruited at Murray State to now seeing and what he's doing at the NBA level, which is the highest level of basketball.
0: I mean, knowing Ja and knowing the program that Murray State is and, and the leadership that Matt McMahon has and, and you you come in there and work every single day, you're just going to get better, you know, yeah. and, and instilling that work ethic in, into Ja, um, you know, the sky's the limit. So, you know, coming out of high school, I would consider him a late bloomer um, to where he was just scratching the surface, um, you know, going into Murray, you know, Shane Nichols, Casey Long, Tim kane the assistants there did a tremendous job um, being able to get him in the gym and work on skill development. I remember talking to Shane a lot and um, sharing stories with him. And and, you know, that that's just the leadership that that program has on their mat. So you're only going to you're going to get better at Murray. There's you have (laughs) no choice. And, you know, that's why that's that's why that program is so successful. Um, And then taking that into the NBA, um, you know, just a matter of time until Ja got comfortable you know and and once once a a player like him gets comfortable it's 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 scary it's scary for what they can do and on and you know on top of his work ethic and the chip on his shoulder so um, you know sky's the limit for him you know sky's the limit for him and and um, we've had discussions and you know he could be one of the all-time greats to ever play this game you know.
1: Is there anyone that you would compare him to? I I know it's hard to compare Jaw to anybody, and I know that's a disservice really to him because Jaw, he's his own guy, right? He is Jaw Morant. But the comparisons are out there. Derrick Rose, Allen Iverson, Steve Francis. My favorite is Stevie Franchise just because Steve Francis was such an amazing talent in that small window where he was just catching the NBA by storm. So... Is there anyone that you think that you would compare Jaw to?
0: Yeah, I don't, you know, I know everyone, a lot of people ask me that. I, I don't want to compare him to, yeah. I mean, Jaw's in his own category in my, you know, in my view. And um, I think, you know, obviously you could compare him to multiple people, but Jaw's Jha, man. And, you know, he, uh, you know, T. Morant was a hell of a player too now. So, you know, he got a little bit of T's game in him and. And uh, Jamie as well. So, um, but you know, T did a tremendous job being able to train him at such a young age and still that. Um, and, you know, I, I, I think your comparison's a thief of joy. So I just, I, I don't want to compare him to anybody and just enjoy watching him play. So,
1: yeah, it's so hard to compare anyone to Job ja because he really is who he is. He's his own self. And it's so fun to watch. It's so fun to be a fan because. Really, we get a first-hand experience of a guy who's rising to super stardom. And it's so exciting and so fun to watch. But another Twitter question came in, and it's about T. Morant. We know that he's the family guy. We know he's his dad. And we know all about the infamous workouts in the backyard. But was he around at the games? I know you weren't around there. you You weren't coaching for Murray State. But was he around during the games and going to the games at home, but also on the road like he is in Memphis? Because he literally comes to every home game and almost makes every away trip. Like It's it's just so mind-boggling and so crazy. But the support, dude, that's top-notch.
0: Yeah, that hasn't changed. Okay, that, that, As long as I've known him. I mean, T coached him. T coached him in yeah. that game that I watched, uh, him versus Tevin, and... I mean, Jamie's at every one of his games taking stats, um, you know, in the front row. Um, you know, Jamie's there as well. So, yeah, um, the family's always been involved. They've always been hands on um, as far as I've known them. And, and, and you know, I, I will say this, they're one of the most unique families I've ever met in the recruiting process because they're so down to earth and they were so humble in the process. Um, they were just grateful. And, and, and you know from my experience you know, you deal with you deal with different people in recruiting and um you know I'm just uh, I was just blessed to get to know them and still and still know them and uh, still had the relationship and, and and you know I'm just very fortunate to be part of their lives now
1: were you able to ever experience one of those backyard workouts for yourself
0: <laughs> yeah I was back there I was back there a couple times um I remember my first time I was getting bit by mosquitoes man those, those <laughs> things were huge in South Carolina and then uh, if you ask Jamie they, they had um they had these crows coming down you know uh like just swarming in trying to eat I, I guess there's like leftover food and there these things were huge so uh, we have some stories back there but That's yeah, awesome. I, was, I was back there um he was out there training every night you know and then you know what's what's really cool is they would have the on the weekends they would have the town over. So like one time I was over there and there was like thirty people, thirty people wow. out there just hooping, um, and T's on the barbecue cooking wings. Uh, Jamie's in the kitchen cooking, and they're just serving the community. And um, you know it was, it was one of the coolest things I've ever seen a family do. So yeah, I mean he's out he he was out there every night training, <sighs> it's body, crazy that stuff. So yeah, most definitely.
1: So I know you're a busy guy with your own team, coaching and all that, but how often can you catch, you know, one of the games with Ja? but also the rest of the players that you recruited and kind of brought up over the years? Are you able to attend games, watch them on TV? Is there any way to keep up with all of them?
0: Yeah, I mean, at night, I, you know, I I bought the uh, NBA package, so I have it on my, on my TV, I have it on my phone, so... You know, I'm, I've been fortunate enough to have been around some really good players and, and be in their lives and coach them. So, you know, um, once Ja got drafted, I bought it. And, I you know, I try to catch every game. I try. Um, you know, we, we, we talk periodically throughout the week. Like he had a nice. tremendous game last night, uh, texted with his mom this morning. So, um, you know, I, I try to catch everyone if I can. Um, if I'm traveling, it's tough. But then, you know, there's other guys in the league that I've been able to coach, and I, I try to catch their games as well. And then when they play each other, that's, that's pretty cool to watch too. But, you know, Jha's, Jaws as, as much of a joy he is to watch, he's even, you know, that much better as a human being because like Jalen Crutcher, for instance, you know, Jha took him under his wing and, um, you know, kind of mentored him throughout the summer. And, you know, the guy's an NBA player, he doesn't have to do that, you know, and and, and that's him giving back to the community. And, and I remember Jalen really appreciated that during that time as well. So, um you know, he's, he's, a, he's a special human being. I know he's a great player. He's a special human being.
1: I think that's what brings Memphis to wrap their arms around Ja. The guy who he is. Like, he's so Memphis. He's just, he's one of us. And I've continued to say that because, yes, he didn't grow up here. But he is one of us. You can see him in the streets and, and talk to him, carry on a conversation. And he will treat you just like a normal person. He's also so humble And he's got that swag to him. He's got the Memphis swag. And so I love everything about him. And I love that we were able to get a player that embodies the city of Memphis like Ja does. All right, Coach. Last question. Ja Morant should be and potentially is an NBA All-Star this year as well as an NBA All-Star starter taking nothing away from Ja and the hard work that he's put in, the dedication, the drive, everything that Ja has done to work to get to this point in his career where he's able to be named, potentially, an NBA All-Star. How does that make you feel as a coach? Just looking back on it and seeing the guy that you recruited, the guy that has now played through college, and the guy that he is, the man that he has become in the NBA, how does that make you personally feel when you get to see him rise to where he is right now and potentially be an NBA all-star?
0: Well, first off, I don't know if it's potential. I mean, I think he's, uh, he he is a starter. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We agree. (laughs) So uh, I, I mean, if whoever doesn't vote for him, I don't know what they're watching, but um. But I, it's just you know, just knowing where where he's the way he was raised and where he came from, and and knowing um, you know how how innocent I would say innocent you know during high school to where um, just knowing where they're from, small little town, and, and just you know working, putting the work in, and and being a winner on and off the floor. I mean, it just speaks volumes to him, and, and you know, it, it's it's great to see him do that. And, you know, watching him's a joy for me, you know, watching him's a joy um, just playing the game with such energy and excitement. And you know, I'm proud of him. I'm proud of his family. Um, you know, I'm proud of, I'm proud of uh, what he's done and, and how he's carried himself and, and how he's handled everything. But, you know, as a 20 year old, as a 2021 21 year old kid getting thrown into the NBA, like he did, <laughs> And the way he's handled it, I mean, not many people could do that. Not many people can do that. And um yeah, just to that's a testament to his family. But you know, to answer your question, you know, it's just it's a joy to watch, just yep. knowing what he's been through and what he's what he's overcome and and uh, what he's continued to do.
1: It's so cool to watch because I'm able to see via Zoom the video of you as you're talking about Ja and his family and the proud papa moment, really. Just looking at you as a coach who's excited and thrilled for one of your guys to reach these levels of his professional career, it has to be a great moment for you. And so I'm excited to be able to share that with you, and I'm excited to be able to share this audio with the people because everyone will be tuned in to follow your career forever because we follow our guys, and we follow our guys who they rock with. And so because of that, we're going to rock with you, Coach Kane. But we got to ask for one request. Very simple. The Grizzlies are headed to the playoffs, we hope. Unless something just crazy happens this year, they are setting themselves up to head to the playoffs and be in the playoffs once again. Can we get you down courtside next to T. Morant at the grindhouse when it is rocking playoff basketball
0: i've been I've, I've actually been to games with t i've been to games with t um every time i'm in memphis um you know the memphis the memphis fans show great love and it's a great place to be and um you know zach climb has done, done a tremendous job building that team and building that roster and and you know, for the future. Cause I, I don't know the ages, but that's a young team and they play and coach Taylor's been, you know, doing a tremendous job. But yeah, most definitely. I, it's just a phone call away. We get T, you know, T, T, T would do anything, man. He, he loves, he loves his basketball.
1: Yeah. T is a character, man. He is always front row at the Grizzlies games and just cutting up, giving it to the other team. It's a joy to watch and it's so much fun, but it will be great to have Jaws guys sitting there, front row of a playoff basketball game in the grindhouse. And coach, if you have never been to the playoff game at the grindhouse, man, you're in for a treat. It is a spectacle on itself with the, the towels waving, the Grizzlies fans just going crazy. And this year, I think it's going to be just on a whole nother level that it's ever been in the past so i can't wait for you to be there and experience it yourself because it's going to be one to remember but coach i can't thank you enough for coming on with us and i can see the authenticity that comes out of you and the joy you have for following your guys and celebrating their careers and their wins it's so much fun to just kind of be a part of it but now I'm a huge fan of yours. Just in this little interview that we were able to do, I see why everybody that is recruited by you loves you and follows you and is really one of your guys because I'm one of your guys now. I'm going to follow you and I'm going to follow the Dayton Flyers from now on. In Memphis, after hearing this, all of Grizz901, We're going to be following you and the Flyers, and we're going to be cheering you on for the rest of the year and can't wait to see how the year really ends up being for you.
0: Thank you.